What's up, guys? You're listening to the walk-ons. Another episode, another week. Starting at 4.05, as always. Um, as advertised, 4.05, every every Sunday. <laughs> We're here Give with you. Give or take a few minutes. <laughs> Should be 4 o'clock, but uh, Eric was busy. So, um... What was I busy with, you ask? Doesn't matter. You were just <laughs> not making this a priority. But, uh, let's get into it. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Let's get into it. Um, yeah. Tell me about this weekend in sports, This Marcus. weekend, I'm, I, and you know what? I haven't done enough research to be able to actually back this up. But, this might be the worst weekend in sports all year. Um... This it's the NBA All Star Break, which, which the the break in itself, the NBA All Star Break in itself, is kind of cool. They've they've the dunk contest is cool. Three point contest is is kind of fun sometimes. Joe Harris getting Being one. Steph, come on. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's the best in the league, I guess. I mean, he is. Yeah. This year, the best three point shooter in the league, but um, I just think the All Star Break kind of makes for obviously a lack of basketball and a lack of good basketball so you don't have that no more football unless you count the AAF which not a great product but it's something it's it's there San Antonio's winning right now and we are a uh we're commander's room so yeah if you're watching comment your team comment your Um, AAF team (laughs) but not much going on in football obviously baseball is uh gonna get going soon but not yet and then hockey's mid-season so not much in sports going on right now <laughs> um, um, unless you're a hockey fan in which case you can you can turn us off now because <laughs> there are not many hockey fans between the two of us in fact there's zero between the two of us i like the stars when they make the playoffs absolutely which makes me a fair weather hockey it. fan um which i'm fine with i have no problem yeah. understanding that i'm a fair weather hockey fan but uh, other than that, I just I'm not a big regular season hockey guy, you know. Um, but anyways, there's there's a few things to talk about. I think first of all, um, NBA All Star action. Uh, we got Joe Harris winning the three point contest. Yeah, which I'm a fan. Beating out Steph. I'm a fan. Better shooter than Steph this year, maybe. Maybe. Um. But yeah, Joe Harris wins the three-point contest. Dirk hit a respectable, I, I think 17 was his first round score. I don't think he made it to the second round. Uh, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. It's not bad. No, nothing wrong with it. He he had one rack where he just kind of popped off and uh, hit four or five shots. But um, yeah, uh, I think that was that was somewhat fun. The uh, The skills challenge is just... I mean, they they made it kind of cool having having them go head to head in the first round. Uh, I guess they just went to head head to head the whole thing. But uh, Jason Tatum won on a buzzer beater, or not on a buzzer beater. I'm sorry, on a half court shot. Jason Tatum uh, won his his little deal on, on a half court shot, and then it's nothing like the skills challenge. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> quality TV. Yeah, not really. But well, we it, did watch the Rising Stars. We watched a little bit of the Rising Stars game, yeah. and let me tell you, that is not easy to watch. <laughs> it's not. That was a that was a tough watch right there. The Rising or yeah, the Rising Stars game. Um, a little bit of defense. It, it brings up a topic. Yeah. 
is it I mean why why would professional athletes not compete in these exhibition all-star games like why why would they not want to care about defense you know try really hard yeah exert themselves in in an, an exhibition game that's a, a really good question I think to, to me it makes all the sense in the world to go and compete and have fun um well, I, I, I don't mean not have I, – I mean, like, just not be competitive. Why, why would why – Oh, that? okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different question than I thought. Yep. Let me make one comment about – I always – can I just segue really quick into yeah, what I just, thought your question let's just was? let change my question to what you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, yeah. Let's talk about what you want to talk okay, about. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Here's, here's what let's I've wrestled with lately. Let's talk about, yeah. Uh, it's the age-old question of why – let's take the dunk contest, for example. Why aren't – the best athletes, the best dunkers participate in the dunk contest. Why don't they every year? Back when MJ did it, it was the lineup was all stars, right? Mm-hmm. And now there's literally there's literally, uh, you know, second year, third year guys. Yeah, right. Uh, rookies even. Um, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> that that participate in this competition, good dunkers, but they're not the high profile names, right? And I think that uh, if you had LeBron James in the dunk contest, it would change the game. Well, it lends itself to baseball, baseball All Star Break. I know you don't probably watch. Home Run Derby is mm-hmm. one of it's those cool. really cool. It's like the dunk contest. Yeah, experiences in 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 MLB baseball, and. People don't participate in that because they say it alters their swing. And uh, it makes logical sense for some of the best hitters to not um, participate. Yet every year you still get the best power hitters in the game to go uh, and, and try this home run derby because they, they love it. My question to you is why don't, why don't the, the dunk contest, why doesn't it have that draw? Well, I, I don't know if – I don't know if – LeBron James is gonna be a better dunk contest dunker than like than Diallo last night. Like what he did was spectacular. I, I mean, I think all the guys in it. I mean, John Collins is known for just having pretty unbelievable hops. Dennis Smith Jr. as well. Um, I just think it's it's kind of shifted, and I don't know if it's um, I don't know if it's in the sense of these guys don't want to do it. I think it may more just be like it's giving these young guys a chance um, because it's kind of fun to see guys that um, aren't on the all-star team, uh, you know, just kind of trying to make a name for themselves that have unbelievable athletic ability uh, come out here and, and try to compete in the dunk contest. Um, but, I, I mean, it's kind of a different question from why don't people – yeah, very different. Why, why aren't they competitive in the All-Star game? But Why aren't they competitive in the All-Star game? I don't know. You would think when the best of the best get together, that there's that competitive fire that burns with them. Here's, here's my thought with um, the NBA and MLB, at least, is the season is, is such a grind. Like any Any break you can get from playing, you know, 36 minutes 
of running up and down the floor consistently, I feel like you're going to take. Yeah. Because the NBA season is such a physical grind. And then, I mean, obviously the MLB season, 162 games, that's just unbelievable. And so I think the physical toll it takes, both those seasons take on your body. Um, I think you're just going to take any break you can get. And so rather than, you know, playing full speed uh, for a game that, you know, couldn't matter any less uh, other than for pure entertainment value, um, then I guess you just kind of take that break as, as you can get it. I mean... Makes mm, sense to me. Yeah. I would love to see just a competitive game between the best of the best. I agree. I, I love the offensive highlights, but when it's like a 170 to 180 game, it's hard to watch. Yeah. No, they're not easy watches. <laughs> the All-Star game tonight, um, <laughs> I mean, it, it makes for some fun moments, mm-hmm. um, but as a as a basketball game, it's just not very easy to watch because, I mean, it, there's just not much actual basketball being played, you know. Um, I do know. But looks like a gaming Greg. Well, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a gaming Greg that I've ever seen this. <laughs> been like the All Star game. <laughs> None of them actually. <laughs> nope. Um, not quite talent level. <laughs> not quite. I want to go through the starters. Yeah. Of Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Yeah, I guess just let's just go through the teams. Um, Team LeBron. Okay, obviously LeBron James is starting forward along with Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard in the front court, and then the back court is uh, James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Um, Giannis, uh, alongside him uh, in the starting lineup, is uh, Paul George, Joel Embiid, Stephen Curry, and Kimball Walker. Um, I think, I don't know, I think people are kind of sleeping on Giannis's team a little bit. I... I would take LeBron. LeBron starters every. I would. LeBron. I would take them too. I think if you're taking like, let's just match up like LeBron versus Giannis. I'm gonna take LeBron. Um, I think like Durant versus Embiid, for example. That's Durant wins that one. That's Team LeBron. Um, Kyrie Irving versus Kemba. Kyrie gotta be. Harden versus Curry. As much as I love Stephen Curry, I think, I mean, Harden's having a historic offensive season. He's averaging 37 points a game right now. That's for the season. That's not just during this insane stretch. That's right. the entire season. Um, I think the only advantage where Team Giannis would have would be Paul George over Kawhi, which both those guys are playing at an MVP level, but Paul George's stretch that he's been on lately has been, I guess Kawhi's been playing on a on an MVP caliber level, Paul George has been playing for that MVP, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and I, I don't know if he's really the front runner, but he'll be in the conversation, um, especially if Harden eventually falls off or, uh, or anything happens with Giannis. Um, so so who, are your, who are your top three MVPs right now? It, I mean, it has to be Harden, Giannis, and, and Paul George, I think. Interesting. Um, I think 
Yoke, if, if you're going top five, Jokic is thrown into the discussion as well as um, Kawhi. Um, but I think that has to be your top three. I mean, there's there's nobody else. The stretch that Paul George has, has been on has been outstanding, but Harden's been doing it for nearly the entire season. Yeah. Which I think it's interesting because as unbelievable as he's been, he's actually improved. What Kind of a, an underlying storyline of this season for James Harden is, is he's an improved defender this season than he's been at any point in his career. Um, but I still think people just – and I think it, it just comes with the way that he, he gets his points, which is isolation and then at the free throw line, um, which I, I love it. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Obviously, it's not like – it's fun to watch his like ball, you know, great ball movement, like you know, Warriors or, or peak Spurs ball movement. But I love what Harden's doing, and I don't think you can discount it just because he gets to the free throw line. Stop fouling him if you don't want him. To, <laughs> if you don't want him to go to the free throw line. That's true. Just <laughs> play defense. Yeah. Um, which Josh Okogi, I don't know if you saw that video of him just stuffing him. Mm-hmm. the the step back. That's how you play defense on on James Harden. Yeah. You stay in front of him. You you know you just have to because he, he's he's not. I wouldn't say he's predictable, but he has his moves. You know what he's gonna do. Pretty much. He, he well that would make him predictable. I don't I don't think he's <laughs> I don't think he's predictable necessarily, <laughs> but I think he has his he has his moves and tendencies perhaps. Yeah. He, he he loves obviously the step back to his left. Um, if you have him, because because what you what you want to do, you, you don't want to let him go left. So if you have him on your if you have him on your left side, right? So so you're defending against him trying to go left. Um, he has that move now that he's added, or like the the sidestep three pointer. Um, where he, you know, he, he kind of pushes off to the side mm-hmm. and gets open that way, and then obviously he loves getting to the rim. Um, but I think if you're if you're a defender, you've just got to know, especially because a lot of his shots come late in the shot clock. So you've just got to know that either that step back or that side step or um, some sort of drive is coming, and I think you just have to be able to. If it's late in the shot clock, give up the drive and hope that your help defense will come. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if he's taking isolation with 10 seconds left in the shot clock, there's really not much you can do. Like, it's it's nearly impossible to defend. Yeah. But if it's late in the shot clock, I think you just have to know that, that the uh, the step back is coming mm-hmm. um, and defend it that way. But nonetheless, he's nearly impossible to defend. The stretch is incredible. Thirty-eight um, points per game. Thirty-seven, almost. Dang it! Almost, almost thirty-eight. I mean, that's that's it's historic. It's it's one of, and and we talked about him last year as having one of the best guard seasons ever. I think he had more assists last year, but right now he's at thirty-seven points, eight assists, and seven rebounds a game. And I mean, I I can't think of a season in, in recent memory that's had. Uh, better numbers than that um, and I, I, I'd i like him to go back to back as the MVP um, but 
as far as Team LeBron versus Team Giannis goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's got to be. It's got to be Team LeBron. I mean, it, it really, it doesn't. First of all, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but also, there's not much correlation between which team is better and which team is going to win because it, either team is trying anyway. It's just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, for the highlights, which hopefully we'll get some. I I did like in the in the uh, Rising Stars challenge, at the end where it was just a dunk contest. That was kind of fun. Yeah, um, passing to the other team. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I'm 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 interested to see uh, if it's competitive at all tonight. I kind of doubt it will be, but um, it'll be fun nonetheless. It, it'll create some fun moments. Um, you think? What do you think? D Wade and Nowitzki's expectations for the night are? Well, I I think they I think they get subbed in at the same time. You know, like they did in the. Last game that they played against each other, um, and I think they're just going to try to get Dirk some some shots. Um, if you remember, gosh, which All Star game was it? Two years ago, when Steph threw the alley oop to Dirk, mm-hmm. and it was I would know maybe it was maybe it was longer. Seems than that. like it should have been longer, based on how much he's declined. Yeah, and, and maybe it was four years. Maybe it was twenty fifteen, but. Um, you know that was his last in-game dunk. Was from was, Steph? Yeah, was the Steph Curry lob. Um, it does not surprise. They're, they're, they're going to try to get moments like that. I think I think Dwayne Wade is going to try to throw a lob to LeBron. Um, oh yeah, I saw him talk about and, that. And and I'm sure they're just going to try to get Dirk some some open shots, um, which will be fun. Um, but I mean, <laughs> he's not going to play many minutes. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so shocking how bad he is. He's not okay. Don't say it's he's so bad. It's so shocking how bad he is, Marcus. He's not. I know he's hurt, but I mean he's not. He's not even hurt. He's just old. But I. I wouldn't off injuries. I wouldn't call him bad. I mean, come on. Almost. You gotta have more respect for him than that. Come on. Now I I don't know. It seems like his shot is no respect, man. Put some not respect the same. On that man. Although he well, looks of course fine it's in not. Of course he's he's forty years old, man. I know, I know, I know. I love Dirk. I love Dirk. Well, do you? But there's about seventy. <laughs> I Are love you sure? Dirk. I love Dirk for sure. There's about seventy-five percent of the league that, that could be in this All Star game over him. Well, yeah, no, of course, but that's not why he's in it. I know. I mean, he, he didn't, like, take a spot away from somebody else. Yeah. He just... He was just, you know, an exception because it's gonna probably going to be his last year. Um, you think it's D-Wade's last year? Yeah. I, I think I, I think they're both done after this year. Speaking of, we need to get our Spurs tickets final regular season game. Yep, See Dirk's one last goodbye. Absolutely, we need to. Because those maps, those last the last home game is just... Have you looked Can't at prices? Yeah, last home game is 180 plus, I think. Um, but yeah, it, it, it'll be fun to see Dirk in one last go at it. I mean, obviously he ha- he somebody asked him about it this week, and he said that he hasn't made a decision yet. And he doesn't know if he's retiring. That's also what Monty Ginobili said before he retired. But uh, I mean, I you, you gotta think there's no. I mean, he's he's barely moving out there. Um, it's. <laughs> And he just doesn't 
<laughs> I think he adds a ton to the team as far as veteran presence and you know coaching up the young guys and, and teaching them not just sure. the game but how to be a pro. I think that's what that's that's what helps a bunch. I it, it's interesting like I've heard I've heard interviews with with young Cowboys players who um, said that like Jason Witten, the biggest thing they got was from him was just how to be a, a pro and just how to how to go about your your daily routine and and, and be a, a man about it and and handle your business the right way. And I think Dirk is is good for that this year. I I really hope I've been saying this for months now. Hope they bring him back as like a player development coach, and he can just coach up. You know, Kristaps and, and Luca for the next ten years. Yeah. Because um, I, I I I gotta feel like he he wants to be involved with basketball for the rest of his life. Um, and I, and I gotta feel like he he wants to be in Dallas too. I mean, he's obviously openly said how much he loves Dallas. Dallas has given so much to him, and he's given you know everything back. Um, so it'll be fun to see one last ride for that. for him and D Wade. Yeah. Um, any conspiracy theory behind? Like, what do you buy into about LeBron picking players based on free agency? Oh, yeah, dude. You see what he said? He said there's no tampering over the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Bro, absolutely. <laughs> I figured you'd love that, dude. Especially Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, um, two guys on his team that were both with the same agent, Clutch Sports. Um, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that he's, he's at least doing some kind of recruiting, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think the biggest one would be Anthony Davis. I, I don't know if Kyrie would come play for him again. Um, play for Coach LeBron. Is it remotely possible for KD to go to the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, contract-wise, they'd have to do a lot of work. I mean, with with any big free agent, they're, they're going to have to do a lot of work. Um, but I think they'll have a max spot open this summer, and it's definitely it's definitely possible. I don't I don't know if people are listing them as a big destination just because he probably wants. I, I don't know if he'd want to play alongside LeBron. I don't. I wouldn't think so, but I mean, it's it's for sure a possibility. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule it out. I think Katie's gonna go somewhere where it can be his his own team. Well, but that's the other thing. So like, that's what I think say he goes to to New York. And then Kyrie Irving also. Because they're going to have two max spots available. So are they just not going to sign another max player because they signed Durant and he doesn't want somebody else, another good player on his team? Like, he's played alongside. I mean, he moved to to Golden State to play alongside Stephen Curry. Sure. I don't. But I, I, that was made him the villain. But he can't. He, he can't. At this point in his career, he, he cannot um, get away from that. That villain persona. I think I think that's that's him now. I, I his legacy is always going to be, he's the guy that, you know, for casual fans ruined the NBA. Um, so I, don't, I I think that's just who he's going to be from now on. I, I don't yeah. think he can get away from the villain persona, but um, I don't know. Interesting. I, I I think he'll he'll likely team up with somebody. I don't know who it could be. LeBron, I think it seems likely that, or at least most likely that it's Kyrie Irving in in New York. But we have no idea what Kyrie's doing after the season. 
and we have no idea what Anthony Davis is doing. That'll play a big role in, in where those two guys sign. We have no idea what Nikola Vucevic is doing. I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be a big one right there. Hey, people sleep, man. He's an all-star. He Mav- very much Ma- is. Apparently, Mavs are are looking at him for next year. I would love pa- it. pairing him with Porzingis and Luca. <laughs> Does Porzingis play? Can he play sort of a point forward, he, he, power forward? Yeah, he's 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 a four. So it'll be Luca, you know, in the backcourt, and then Hardaway, Butovic, and uh, and Porzingis in the front court. Twin Towers. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> What's a, a European? Yeah, European Twin Towers. Uh, that's what I was like. The Eiffel Tower and the Leaning Tower of Pisa, right yes. there. Right next to each that's other. That's them. Yeah. <laughs> Neither it's of them from those two countries. But <laughs> close enough. <laughs> the the Euro team. So can we talk about the dunk contest? Yes, let's talk. Um yeah, I think. First of all, John Collins, unbelievable bounce. He's yeah. he, man I, can jump. I think he's the guy that makes it most effortless out of out of the guys that that participate in the dunk contest. First of all, rest in peace, Dennis Smith Jr. We miss you, buddy. You we do. really do. Um, we hope you're doing okay up there <laughs> in New York. Yeah, all the way up there in New York, yep. Um, His New Jersey looks cool. Yeah, he looks good in the Knicks jersey. I think everybody does, though. I, I don't. I think that's just a classic jersey. Yeah. I was trying to think of anybody who just wouldn't rock the Knicks jersey. Um, I think everybody looks pretty cool. But, yeah, I, I the, the dunk contest last night, I think, um, John Collins has outstanding bounce. It was, but it was Hamadou Diallo who took it home. It wasn't his winning dunk, I guess, but the, the dunk that stole the show was over Shaq, elbow oh, oh. in the rim. That's, I've seen anything like it. I was just trying to think about like how far away I am from being able to do that. <laughs> like and that that is a that is a human man that's doing that. That just doesn't even make any sense. He's he, he goes over Shaq and you see sometimes when guys go over somebody and they're using one hand, watch it right here. You see sometimes they, they push off their shoulder a lot and that, you know, obviously lifts them a bunch higher, especially jumping over somebody as tall as Shaq. He uses his left hand, but he just kind of, it's, it's just kind of on his back. We'll show a replay. It's just kind of on his back. And so I don't think he really propels himself that much with it. I think it's more of just making sure he cleared him, and then goes all the but way over soars. elbow in the rim. That I mean, that's I, that's something else. I could else. not believe it. I think, I mean, it's it's nothing like the the Zach Levine Aaron Gordon uh, dunk contest from a few years ago, but I mean that is that is unbelievable elevation. I know <laughs> that a human person can do that is just his, oh his winning dunk was. Not as cool, yeah. But it just as wow, just as easily showed his. his oh yeah, his his head is above the rim. His head went yeah, and that's <laughs> it just doesn't make physiological uh-uh. sense. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't be possible. Um, yeah, Amadou Diallo, 
He's got crazy bounce. I, I didn't know who he was until the dunk contest. <laughs> so I'm glad you entered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. John Collins um, tried to jump over a small plane. It was like a model plane, and he broke it. <laughs> I mean, he jumped over it, but he broke it. <laughs> so, what wasn't as cool? Uh, Jay Cole tried to dunk after <laughs> after tossing a lob to Dennis Smith Jr. That's a big storyline from last yeah, night. <laughs> Jay, Jay Cole, Cole. and yeah, I think I, I think I've seen videos of he him dunking up, before. He can dunk. I, I I'm pretty sure I've seen videos of him before. But is that not the biggest power move of all time? Trying to dunk. At the dunk contest. At the NBA dunk contest, trying to throw down. I mean, he it, missed, but I, 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 I still I still respect the game. I still respect it. The, the fact that he tried After it. The fact. He tried to dunk in the NBA dunk contest. You think in front of if, everybody? If he would have dunked it, yeah, I think his Dennis Smith's score would have gone up. I mean, I think he still got a fifty, but I mean, we're running through the highlights here again. I don't know. Some good dunks. It's always shocking to me how small Dennis Smith Jr. is. He's not a huge guy. He's like 6'4". And yet he can leap. Yeah. Not See, that's, that's where he uses both hands and pushes over yeah. Dwayne Wade, which is still unbelievably impressive. And got the windmill. But I think jumping over Shaq, he, he, he didn't push off. It was mm-hmm. just more of a Shaq making sure he shocked cleared. that he had already dunked the ball. He's like looking down and then, oh, <laughs> as he looked up and saw him rip open the Superman shirt. Yeah, that was that was a pretty cool moment. It was just a complete dunk with all the right finesse and, and touch. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the biggest that's highlight right from now. last night. Yeah. That's, that's what's going on in the NBA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but next week we'll get back to some basketball. I think there's some good games uh, happening soon. I'm ready to get back to basketball. Yeah. I got an email the other day that my League Pass subscription was canceled. And then I got an email today saying, never mind, sorry. We sent you that notification by accident. Oh, my god. Yeah, I was I was kind of worried Thank for goodness. a second. Because I, I just paid, like, a few days ago. Speaking of which, $4, please. Um, but, uh... <laughs> 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 uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get back to actual basketball action. Um kind of tired of this this nonsense you know I am um what else we got well the AAF yes talk about that a little bit I, I would love to talk about that the familiarity I have with other football leagues besides the NFL has always been minimal uh, when maybe a year ago Marcus we started talking about the XFL and it's rumored comeback, which is now real. Lincoln Riley. Not Lincoln Riley. I'm sorry. Golly. Stoops. Uh, Bob Stoops. Yeah. It is I, I involved with, I think it's the Dallas team. Right? It's, it's, again, got some big names. Dallas-based XFL team. He's the uh, uh, coach and general manager. So, unfireable. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little monopoly there. Yep. Um... But going back and watching through some XFL tapes, it's it's a very different league. It's almost WWE like in its entertainment value. Yeah. Players right. fighting, all these storylines, right? So that was my basis with with other football leagues. And then you have the CFL, which uh, I know based on guys gimm- that get signed to the NFL. It's got or, some gimmicky rules too. It's 
It's strange. And then way back when there was the Arena Football League. I mean, that's still is that not still going on? Is it done? I don't. I think it might have gone away for a bit. Maybe it's back. But it's I don't know. absolutely I tell you trash compared to what we know as the even just CFL. garbage. Just if you play for, if you play for the Arena Football League, there was the Dallas Desperado. That's how I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in the Arena too. Football League, that had some weird rules. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I wake up one day and see a highlight for a, a smashing hit on a quarterback. These weird teams. It's the AAF. Their first week of uh, of play. Mm-hmm. I love the highlight of the play. Love that there's pretty much everything that people complain about in the NFL is now fixed, right? So there's discussion on the overtime rules. The AAF tries to fix those with a college style uh, playoff. I mean, overtime. The the rules about contact hits. I mean, you're not protecting the quarterback like you are in the NFL. Um, kickoffs gone. The uh, they have. They show you the discussion from inside the booth during a replay, so that you know what's happening. Yeah, so you you know what is going through their head whenever they're making a decision on a replay. Um, I know there's there they have a ref, a ninth ref, a ninth official in the box that can throw flags, as well as uh, really? correct other calls. Really, so it's like it's an, an effort to correct what everyone complains about. You won't have a Saints mishap, right? You won't have these things that people just bug the NFL about. Well, and and I think the other thing is. It's it's kind of the first league, independent league that I've seen that's had this much noise that is like the same type of football product. Like we mentioned, those three other leagues, and they're all just very different. Um, I think they distinguish themselves by the fact that they have just very different rules, right? This is just like taking all the rules that people aren't super happy with in the NFL and reversing them, and but making it, trying to make it. A very similar product. Mm-hmm. I love that it's beginning to gain traction. I think it's in a perfect world. I would love for the NFL to have competition, not for. What, what do you mean? A competition among leagues. Oh. I would love for the, the NFL has, has such a monopoly on the entire sports industry, right? That I mean, Roger Goodell is this this high and mighty commissioner that doesn't really have to listen or make strict guidelines based on anything. I think it's a flawed system, and I think AAF can, if people start moving over, yeah, it can pressure people into there's, potentially changing There's just things. no way that it gains that much traction. So I tell see, me why. I, I, I saw something that the XFL's opening night um, ratings or 6.4, and it just went down from there. Mm-hmm. The AAF's opening right, night ratings were 2.1. Um, and I, I mean, it's different now because I think there's more like online and social media marketing that can happen now. But I just, I think at best, it's just an alternative product for, um, for the offseason. It's just not a very good football product, though. It, like, it, it just isn't, I mean, and I haven't watched enough of it to, to be able to comment a bunch about it but just from what I've I've read about it is it's just not a great football product and it's, I mean it's not even close to comparing to what the NFL is um, I don't even know if it's comparing to, to big D1 football um, and so 
I, I love that it happened. I don't even know how it happened. Yeah, I don't like, like how, how did all these teams just magically get funded and this league just come out of nowhere? And um, find players. And right, find that's big the name thing. players that it, want to come play. It takes play. so much to be able to put something like that together. I mean, not just money, but just resources and connections and, and yeah, having having enough guys to make eight full football teams, that's, I mean, that's a ton of players that aren't, you know, playing in other leagues. Um, but it's the product is just far inferior to anything else we're used to, to watching. And so there's just I, – I, I do really like that it's happening, but there's just no way it gains actual traction in, in the professional sports world. It's right, right now it's just kind of a – I feel like it's kind of a smoke and mirrors thing that's going to last for half a season and then people are going to start forgetting about it. Yeah, I can see it. The, the hit on – I don't know either player's name – but there was a viral hit right and on that's a, a quarterback quarterback's helmet flies off it's a brutally hard hit um completely legal yeah i and i don't okay the other thing about it is that hit that kind of sent the aa off that the aaf off and running which is pretty cool that like one video kind of did that for them definitely did i don't I don't know how illegal that would have been in the NFL, and I, I I think they maybe would have thrown the flag, but he hit him pretty square in the chest, and his helmet just ended up popping off because of the, the force of the hit. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Anyways, that's that's not something to argue about. <laughs> I, I just think, Worth I just think noting. it's there. There's no way it gains a whole lot more traction, and there's just no way that that the NFL starts losing viewership to. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like how they try to correct some of the NFL's uh, wrongdoings, though. I think it's pretty cool. And See? all that to say, I'm a big supporter. I'm, I'm, I don't think it's going to be super successful, but I love what it's doing right now. I follow the AAF and the, the San Antonio uh, Commanders on Twitter. Watch all those videos. Follow. Dude, it's, it's, it's kind of fun. It's like... I, I don't know any of the players because none of them were big name players in, yeah. in in college, but it's kind of fun just to just to see this independent league successful. Get to just pick out of team. nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So our room is a official San Antonio Commanders mm-hmm. supporter. Officially, and if you're not, then you're wrong. That's true. They're about to beat Orlando, I think, who was supposed to be the best team in the league. Oops. Oops. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for this show this week. We'll be back next weekend with a extremely lively show mm-hmm. when we'll dissect the NBA All-Star game. <laughs> that's and, it uh, for an hour. It'll be an hour special. On just <laughs> NBA All-Star game, play-by-play, play, run through. <laughs> now we'll be back with some more sports news um, next week, Sunday at 4, maybe 4.05. Every week, yes. Sunday at 4, not 4 or 5. Absolutely. Nope. Never again. Never late, ever. Nope. This is the Walk-Ons. I'm Eric. That's Marcus. Thanks for tuning in.